Welcome back to another episode of Checking In. In studios with us, we have Trina Carson-Piva with uh, Real Property Management. Good Thank morning. You. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. So, um, I can't wait uh, to share your story and hope you'll indulge us. I'm sure you will. The very first time that I met you, Trina, was at Kelowna Women in Business mm -hmm. and got to sit at a table with you and you took the front of the room and I think you said all of three sentences and I and I said oh I like this woman in business I can't wait to get to know her so immediately liked you uh, and have enjoyed the journey we've been on on um, just getting to know each other better so uh, for those that are, are tuning in and watching can you can you just give us a 30 second readers digest version of um, you and and your company and anything sure yeah my husband and i aaron own real property management we've been in Kelowna for just about three years uh residential property management asset management um, working with investors and uh, property owners uh, servicing the okanagan so now i want to and i do this all the time i want to back up the bus uh from saskatchewan mm -hmm. prairie girl prairie girl Proudly, uh, proud Prairie girl. And I, I don't football, but I feel if I say riders, oh, yes, we're friends. Absolutely, rider pride, green blood. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you always, uh, or, or have you grown up in an entrepreneurial environment? Yes, yes. My dad was a businessman, self-employed most of his life, uh, entrepreneur, uh, my in-laws as well, everybody around me has been very entrepreneurial. But you have a sprinkle of uh, politics. Do, yes, yes. My um, my previous mother-in-law, life gets, this is a little bit complicated, I do refer to her as my mom, but she was uh, the mayor of the small town that I came from, um, and she was an MLA um, mm. for a couple terms. Uh, and I dabbled in civic politics and I've uh, managed provincial uh, campaigns a couple times in Saskatchewan and involved in policy, a lot of policy for me before, before property management was policy. So you and Aaron are in Saskatchewan? No, I no. was in Saskatchewan. You were? Mm -hmm. Okay. Aaron was in Vancouver. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Okay, so mm -hmm. you you go Saskatchewan, you moved to Vancouver, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you met? We met before. I, he was why I moved to Vancouver. Oh, mm -hmm. see, there's lots of the yeah. story that I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's an interesting story for sure. Bring you back to share it <laughs> another time? Or, or does well, it Well, no, it's help just, it's, it's what brought us here to the business and what And that's what you, I'm yeah. curious about. So I know uh, Real Property Management, or I understand it is a franchise it is. Uh, organization. Mm -hmm. And what I'm trying to understand is why that one mm -hmm. and why real estate versus something else. So... Well, we chose Kelowna before we chose the business. Interesting. Uh, we wanted to leave... Uh, the lower mainland. I had been there. I had moved out there to be with to be with Aaron, and um, he was born and raised in Vancouver, and I was a Saskatchewan girl, and it was just a very diff different life for me to be in the big city. Um, I knew there was a different way to, of life that was way more connected. I just felt 
I just always felt like I was in a rush to be somewhere else. Hmm. I was never present where I was. It was always rushing to be somewhere else. And schools were overcrowded. Um, we were just noticing our lifestyle was really becoming um, a, a, a rush. I didn't hmm. like it. So we decided to move to the Okanagan. Um, he, his family has a lake house in the Shuswap. He's familiar with the Okanagan, lo always loved Kelowna. Um, so we chose Kelowna first. We did a lot of research on schools and business and the small business community, the chamber, tourism. We did a lot of research and chose Kelowna. We, cho we looked at other communities as well, but um, we ended up with Kelowna. And then it was, what are we gonna do when we get there? We need to have a reason to go there. So we started exploring business opportunities, different businesses that were for sale, that existing. We looked at startups. We, um, you know, really had a lot of different opportunities we could have pursued, but backed out for whatever reason. It wasn't, didn't feel right. Um, and then we found real property management and we knew that they were, they, they've, they've been around for 30 years. It's the largest property management company in North America. They've been in Canada for almost 10 years um, and they were starting to expand um, franchises. So we were offered the opportunity to open a franchise here. Um, we'd never been a franchise family. This was very new to us and a little hesitant sure. because it, we were worried it wouldn't give us the, you know, it couldn't Autonomy. be ours. Mm -hmm. It was very important to us. And, and really when we were interviewing the franchisor and exploring the franchise, some of the biggest questions we had were, you know, how much independence do we have? And in, by meaning we wanted to be involved in the community. So we want, you know, do we have to go to the franchisor and get permission to sponsor uh, an event or put on, you know, to, to do something independent? And we really got the impression that the franchise was a very family oriented, very supportive, very individualized, and we, we really liked that. And as far as real estate, both Aaron and my family have been involved in real estate, buying, selling, building, flipping um, properties, and it just felt like a, a, the right fit. So a sector and an industry that you're comfortable yeah. with and is familiar yeah. to you. You vetted a company that aligns with morals yes. and, and values. Yeah. And I like the way you said you interviewed the franchisor, which I found mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, and again, I, I don't have a lot of experience in franchises, uh, but I, I can see that being uh, very much something that you would do. Yeah, well, because we, we didn't want to be cookie cutter. Like, we didn't mm -hmm. want to be, you know, just... Uh, and that was the stereotype, I think, that I held of franchises, that it was, you know, a McDonald's is a McDonald's, a Tim Hortons is a Tim Hortons, and which is true. But we wanted to bring that entrepreneurial spirit to the business, and we wanted to be able to be involved. And, and we wanted it to be, you know, it's, it's Aaron and Trina as much as it is real property management. We are the business. And, and I think uh, going along those lines, correct me if I'm wrong, you have, you and Aaron have made a very significant impact on the results that you've done in, in the few years uh, that you've owned and operated this, this franchise here in Kelowna. You, you lead? We are, yeah, we, we won the Rising Star Franchise of the Year. Um, two years ago. We definitely are one of the largest growing, fastest growing franchises in the country. Um, it's a great demographic to be in. We're, we're lucky to be in a demographic that is was ripe for this for this industry. Um, and the time, it's been great timing. 
um, which was also deliberate. We, we, th we thought this was a great opportunity for this industry and this place, knowing what the trends were in the, pro in the province with real estate and investments. Um, and yeah, it, uh, it's been a great, great choice for sure. And I, I, I think uh, if I said someone else could have vetted the opportunity and brought it here and been successful, I think I, I'm comfortable in saying that. But you have a, um, a business acumen. You're very tenacious. You guys are, are very, very business orientated. Uh, so I think maybe you have more success uh, I feel comfortable in saying you're well, more I, successful than I think someone else would And I want to be humble. I don't want to say yes, but I, I, th I do. And I think there's a lot attributed to that. I mean, I think Aaron and I are great team teamwork. We work really well together. Um, I think a lot of husbands and wives couldn't work together. <laughs> and I think a lot of us can. And I know Absolutely. that Aaron and I are great complement. He is, we are very opposite in personality. We are very opposite in skill set, and this was something we explored when we thought about going into business together because we knew that was, you know, it could, it, it could not have worked. We'd never done it before, and but we really assessed what our skill sets were, where our personality traits were, and we had assigned roles. We knew that we were going into this business where there were going to be certain things that he was going to take the lead on, and mm -hmm. there'd be certain things that I would take the lead on, and there would be, you know, more defined roles, but. Definitely been very strategic about building the business um, and trying to do that in a real um, involved and in, in, in plugged in way in the community. That was, and that to me, I attribute to my small town living is that I came from a community where you you wanted to do business with people you liked and people you knew. Mm -hmm. your, your neighbors were your baker and was your mechanic and your teachers and, you know, everybody was integrated. There was a there was a connection and um, a loyalty, um, not only of giving business, but also providing great business because you wanted to live up to the expectations of your neighbors ahead of you if they came to you as a client or a customer. And I liked that. I wanted, we, that was a strategy we had and one of the reasons why we chose Kelowna because we knew it was still very community oriented. It is very much community mm -hmm. Which we oriented. Loved orientated yeah. and the um, volunteerism is a big mm -hmm. fabric of, of what you and Aaron yes. do so that's interesting let's fast forward to today it's not overly easy to be community involved when we don't have events uh, yeah. and we don't have business luncheons and mm -hmm. we don't have the coming together of organizations like um, Kelowna Women in Business and mm -hmm. uh, Chambers and things like that. Mm -hmm. So how, um, how have you modified mm -hmm. your natural innate need uh, for connection and community? I miss it. I mean, it's not yeah. the same. I really miss the networking. I miss the chamber events. I miss the you know, the chamber lunch or the networking luncheons. And I do it. I mean, there's lots of Zoom meetings. There's lots of telephone calls. There's lots of, I think, a bigger effort going into keeping those connections, but they, they have been affected for sure. Um, so we're pivoting more by just trying to, you know, it's one-on-one. -on -one. It's not that, that community networking as mm -hmm. much. Um, Aaron's very involved with the kids they, he coaches, so I mean, there's that. But even that's different. Like coaching is different right now. It's not all the parents, you know, like it used to be. It's it's very very limited. 
And it was amazing if you look at, uh, you know, sitting on the bench in a rink on a hockey team. Mm -hmm. You did business there on the golf course. You do business. So the the community is Mm -hmm. very much about activity and and full integration of life and business in there. So So we tried to, I mean, I think one of the things that we've done to try to be more relevant and engaged is to be put ourselves more out there in social media. We've been very involved in social media and really focusing a lot on trying to connect that way. Um, Trying to let people know who we are and who our team is. because we're not going to events. Um, we've grown our team, we've got new team members and trying. To, we want people to know who they are and we're mm-hmm. really proud of who, who our team is developing into being and we're using social media because we can't all go to a chamber event or we can't all go, you know, we can't host a, a, a social or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, social media has become very big part of our, of our business, hmm. which is odd for property management. Well, I think it's odd for business in general. Mm-hmm. You see um, the the adoption of different things mm-hmm. that that we as business owners wouldn't have even looked at yeah. considering, yeah. because it's not the way that you do business. Yeah. So we've all had to uh, adapt mm-hmm. and change the way that that we're operating. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if you were to do it over again, start the real property management uh, and and choose Kelowna. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you can share that you would have done differently, whether it's from an organizational structure, um, 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 coming into the community, marketing, anything that you, you'd love a mm-hmm. mulligan on? I think we wouldn't have waited so long to invest in the business. We were very careful. We were very careful about staying within our budget. We didn't want to, we wanted to do everything. We we had in our minds we were going to wait till we reached a certain point where we would start hiring. And we waited too long. We waited Mm. too long to start growing our team. And we, I, I, I think, I know, we would have gone back and we would have said we should have hired staff earlier. Because we found ourselves in a place where we, we couldn't afford to grow the business anymore because we didn't have the energy or the resources, but we didn't have time to train anybody either because we were so busy in the business. So we got ourselves kind of stuck where we were we were working in the business, not on the business. So that's interesting because we as entrepreneurs, we do have a habit mm-hmm. of um, not delegating mm-hmm. and that if anybody's going to do it right, we yep. are. So uh, your, your, your industry is very... Um, um, it needs to be correct. Mm-hmm. You can't make a mistake no. in a legal document. Yeah. So how uh, are are these processes that come from the franchise or are these processes that you're implementing and technologies both. that you're implementing both? Both. I mean, there's there's legislation that we, we're governed by the Real Estate Council. So there are there is, you know, an act that we need to follow. There are rules and regulations. There is laws that we need to follow. Um, but we, and I, this is where my policy background, I mm. think, has been really great in the business, is that we've created internal processes and policies that ensure compliance, um, that ensure process, that ensure nothing's being forgotten, that there's um, a level of service and quality with whether it comes to marketing or onboarding new clients or moving in a tenant or um, doing maintenance or upgrades that is completely consistent and 
above what is typical. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the community, and, and again, I, I don't want to put you on the spot because this is not investment advice by any sense of the imagination, mm -hmm. but with the shift in um, uh, maybe renters, mm -hmm. have you seen a change in who that customer is? That Absolutely. Is um, renters are becoming more executive renters, we're seeing. Um, less students. Classes are in person classes are all canceled right now. So typically in September we would have had so many um, transition of move ins with students, where this year we didn't see that because the international students aren't here. The students from out of town aren't here. Um, in person classes are canceled, they're all online. So there's no need to, to be here. Um, so a real slowdown on, on students mm -hmm. um, and a real increase in executive tenants. So People are working from home now. They're realizing they don't need to be living downtown Vancouver, spending downtown Vancouver prices. They can move to the beautiful Okanagan um, and on the same budget to live in, a, in a, an executive property um, and work from home. So there's a lot of people coming in who are working remotely, who are working from mm. home. Um, a lot of people who have sold their properties um, because they were worried about what was going on with the market um, and wanted to get out. Um, and they, but they still want to maintain a certain level, certain lifestyle. So a lot of executive properties, a lot of single family homes, um, being close to uh, schools, um, quality of property, and definitely higher rents. Um, yeah. The onset of COVID, there were experts coming out in the market saying that the real estate market was absolutely going to uh, fall and mm -hmm. crash mm -hmm. and 2008 was nothing mm -hmm. compared to what was coming. Uh, we're sitting in uh, October mm -hmm. of 2020, so we've traveled six months, a few months down the road. Yeah. Uh, what's the real estate market like in Kelowna? Well, it's record-breaking, absolutely. And I, and I think, I'm not sure if anyone in the industry is really that surprised. I think the beginning there was this panic that we thought everything was going to collapse. I mm -hmm. mean, every every sector was thinking, expecting the worst. This was, uh, no one knew what to expect. And you, I think everybody went into worst case scenario mode. Um, but I think that kind of mindset also perpetuated the opposite happening because everyone panicked. A lot of people panicked. Um, we're wanting to sell, we're wanting to buy. Investors were seeing their opportunities because they were expecting prices to drop, interest rates, mortgages. I mean, all of that played into being prime opportunities for investors. So we saw, we saw a lot of investors take advantage of the situation and buy, 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 invest and build their portfolio. And we, that's, I mean, we love working with those clients who wanna build their portfolio and help them, you know, help them maximize that return on what they've got and how to translate that into a, a new acquisition and build their portfolio. So you and Aaron are sitting at the dining room table and you're um, looking ahead. You nod at each other that yes, you did pick right, that it's Absolutely. Kelowna. Without you nod doubt. that the, mm -hmm. the choice in the industry and the sector. Yeah. Um, what's the, the future for you guys look like? And before you answer that, uh, I think we, as entrepreneurs, were head down, busy for X number of years. Uh, so you're three years in? Three years, yeah. What does 
the next two years look like getting you to five years uh, and much beyond. beyond? Well, we're definitely, we've grown quicker than we expected. We are, we've had to continue to reassess our plan because where we were in two years was where we thought we would be in four years. Um, mm. So we, we we're growing at a much quicker rate than we thought we would that we so we're managing growth right now it's what we're doing is managing growth and it's very exciting um, it's very exhausting I mean we work a lot you can ask our kids um, I had I got a chance to get away last week to to go visit my family in Saskatchewan and it was the first time that I've been able to go for that long but we're building our team um, where do I see it going I see it hopefully in five years where we, we are where we thought we were going to be at eight years. It's, it's positive, so we're very excited. Do you start looking at business succession planning now? Um, well, none of our kids want to be in property management because that's all they hear about is property <laughs> management. Um, no, that's not true. We, we, we talk about it a lot, but we're still young enough that we don't see ourselves leaving right away. I mean, we're enjoying it. Um, we see ourselves doing this. We're not going anywhere quickly. We want to grow our team, certainly. We want to grow our management, our leadership team. Um, I don't see us ever leaving. I see us maybe being more hands-off eventually in our leadership team and our management team taking, taking a bigger role. But we're just starting to have fun with the business development side of it because we're starting to work on the business now, not just in it, which is exactly where we want to be. That's where our best, our time is best spent for sure. Mm -hmm. Attracting talent. Do you think it's going to be a challenge or do you think people are looking to relocate from the Toronto's and the Vancouver's and the Calgary's to Kelowna? We're seeing that, mm -hmm. um, but we've been, it's been interesting because we've, we've had a few, um, you know, looking to build our team and the team that we're building, they've come to us, which mm. has been really interesting to us, is that we haven't really been out. We've yet to hire anyone because we put an ad out and someone applied for it. Um, it's been more because people have heard about us or know us or um, want to be part of our team, which is to me the biggest compliment. I mean, it you is. are who you work with, right? So we see mm -hmm. this fantastic team we're building right now and we're so excited. We're, we're so proud of who wants to work with us because they're fantastic. I think that's incredible yeah. and that's a tribute to what you and Aaron are building and uh, I think it attracts like-minded people when... Yeah. when uh, and I think that's with me, with Aaron and I, we're very, our perspective in life is very, um, don't wait. Don't, don't wait for the right time. Don't just do it you know we 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 feel like we're governed by gratitude like we we really we kind of feel like we, we have a very interesting perspective about life and being grateful um just because of our our history and our story that i think plays a lot into why we're doing so well i think that it's our our mindset of being brave and being grateful and not taking chances being bold will you share with us your your yeah, it's a, it's a, I mean, I think we have a very interesting story, love story for sure. Yeah, beautiful love story. Um, Aaron and I met um, on a support group for young widows. We both lost our previous spouses very mm -hmm. suddenly and very young. Um, I was living in Saskatchewan. Um, my previous husband was in a car accident and he hit a moose and was killed instantly. 
I had three young kids. Um, Aaron lost his first wife to a very difficult struggle with cancer. And he had two little girls. And we met on a, a online support group for young widows. Um, not a, it wasn't a dating site, it was a support group. Uh, thousands of members from all over the world. And I, if I'm completely honest, the reason why I started connecting with Aaron was because you're, it's completely anonymous. You don't have a name, you don't say where you're from. It's very, very uh, safe place to really talk the, real, the reality of being a young widow, which is very different than being a, you know, being a 40-year-old widow is very different than being a 90-year-old widow when you've got mm -hmm. still family and life and kids and, you know, it, there's a lot going on to try to still work through as a young family. And um, Aaron's avatar on his profile was the Canucks logo. And I'm a Boston fan, <laughs> which made, made me lose business in BC by admitting that. I'm Not converted though, in fairness, Aaron's converted me. But at the time, I was a Boston fan, and of course, the 2011 Boston and Vancouver uh, Stanley Cup. Playoffs. And so yeah. I saw he was, a, he obviously was a Canucks fan, so I sent him a private message making fun of him for being a Canucks fan. <laughs> which built a friendship and we started to communicate. He had two little girls. Um, I had a young son. I can remember messaging him and asking how like, I had to buy Shay a, a cup for lacrosse. And I didn't know what size to get. Like, how do you know what size to put a lacrosse cup to get your son? I didn't know what the sizes meant. Um, I can remember him, his girls had a dance recital and he had the the makeup instructions on how to get them ready for their dance recital. And so sharing these stories oh, of being an only parent, it's very different than being a single parent. And uh, built a really great friendship, like a really authentic, real supportive friendship and had a, a lot in common. Certainly wasn't romantic. I mean, this was, mm -hmm. this was a, and I was actually flying out to the island to visit um, my late husband's grandmother and aunt um, for we went always go out to the island for a visit every year, and I thought I'm going to stop in Vancouver and have meet Aaron in real life. We had had this great online friendship. Um, never, it wasn't a telephone friendship. It wasn't mm -hmm. a FaceTime. It was all texting and emailing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, late at night when the kids are in bed and we're by ourselves with our with our thoughts, which many times were very sad and oh, scary. Trina. And uh, got off the plane and met this handsome, <laughs> charming, brilliant man, and that was it. Um, we very quickly learned, realized that, <laughs> very quickly realized that we had a really strong connection, and um, uh, Seamus and I moved out here, and we got married. And so we story. have a mm -hmm. perspective in life where we say that we gratitude's a superpower. Mm -hmm. um, we're not taking chances. Uh, the little things we don't stress about, the things we used to, little things sure. we used to worry about pre, pre, uh, you know, trauma. Now that we know are not big deals at all, because we know what a big deal is. We know what a shitty day really is. We know what a da dark day is and um, it gets us through even COVID, right? I mean, it Absolutely. was, we've been through worse. We can always say, we're gonna get through this. We've got each other, we're healthy, we're good. We're gonna get through this. 
we know the worst that can happen. And so it's, we attribute a lot of that to our whole perspective in life and mm -hmm. parenting. Um, we, we are now a family. We, we don't consider ourselves a blended family. Mm. Um, Aaron's really the only father Seamus has ever known. Mm -hmm. Aaron is dad. Mm -hmm. The girls, um, they're my daughters. I don't ever consider them. I've never said they were stepdaughters mm -hmm. or, I mean, they're my daughters. We are a family. And um, we've got this great group of in-laws. Um, like when I said my, my, my mother, who was the mayor, that was my pre late husband's mother. I'm very close to, their, to that family. They all came to our wedding. Um, they're very, very involved in our lives. And so we, we, we attribute a lot of our whole perspective of the world and life and business on this. Um, it's a tough nut to wrap our brains around trying to reconcile being so happy because we know some really awful mm -hmm. things had to happen for us to, to find each other. Um, but we're so grateful and we're, we really truly um, are very blessed and very happy for sure. And I think those those values and those beliefs that you have they they really do come out mm -hmm. uh, when you when you meet uh, yourself and Aaron in communities. So I know, again, I say, uh, Kelowna is really lucky to have you guys. Oh, thank you. And um, we love it here. I really do. I'm uh, hopeful uh, that <laughs> one day I might be successful to get you on a board. Uh, yes. volunteering and yes. I know you have a passion to do it, Love it. but I also mm -hmm. know you have a passion for politics yeah. and I'm 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 sitting mm -hmm. on the sidelines wondering mm -hmm. what day it will be that I might see your name on a ballot well it's I every every election year um, every time there's a change in turnover and uh, you know larger boards in the community uh, definitely I think about it mm -hmm. um, it's definitely something I'm interested in and I and I struggle the with timings right well it's just yeah. that I we are starting a, we are a young business still yep. and I the amount of energy and time that I know I would want to put into that commitment um, I wouldn't be able, my business would suffer and mm -hmm. we still have a young family mm -hmm. I mean we've got a I've got a 10 year old at home right so we still are a young family that we still need to carve time for each other and for family, which as a business mm -hmm. owner is hard enough the best of times, mm -hmm. let alone adding some other large responsibility. So that's definitely on the on the agenda, um, but just not now. Just not yeah. now. Yeah. Trina, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story thank with you us. Thank you for having me. We've enjoyed every minute. Thank you. Thanks.